Hey, hey, I ain't gonna lie. Our intro is hella dope. Yeah. Man, y'all can sit there for the intro, and if y'all just like, you know, <laughs> be rapping like it, it, them beats is like, oof, you just go ham. <laughs> I've been going ham like dummy on this. You trying to freestyle that much? You said what? I said you trying to freestyle that much? <laughs> I didn't did it. I, I I didn't did it the whole way through. Yeah. <laughs> All five minutes. I was like, oh, see, this is like a real mixtape right here. Right, right. <clears throat> Who did that for us? Um, Duran did. Shout out to D Hero, man. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He did. Um, he did his thing on that. So shout out to him. That's why, that's why. But back to business, y'all. Yep. Y'all know what it is. Y'all seen the intro. This is the ish we talk. I am Lily, the host. Um, you know, the guy that does that uh, doesn't know anything but talks a lot of stuff. <laughs> I am with my co-host, the lady that pushed the bells and the whistles. She is the Wizard of Oz of this whole show. Let's give a round of applause for Lindsay. Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. And you know what I do. I tell everybody uh, I'm getting the pleasantries out the way. Um, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star review so we can continue to give you the ish that we talk. What is the deal? You know what I say all the time. How's your health? How's your wealth? What is going on with you, cuz? Well, you know, I'm fighting a cold. So, dealing with that. But other than that, I'm alive. So, I can't really complain too much about anything else. How's it I'm been? alive. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going through technical difficulty. Uh, Okay. Well, um, like Lily said, we are everywhere. We are on Amazon Music, Stitcher, Apple Music, Spotify, and YouTube. Um, <clears throat> make sure that you leave us a five-star review. And um, when you do leave us a review, we will read the reviews out loud. So, um, make sure everybody, uh, goes on to Apple Music if you have it and go ahead and leave that review. And then also, um, make sure that you also listen to our previous shows because we have some good info on those previous shows as well. We have some dope shows. Yeah. We have, we have really made this podcast an amazing podcast. I believe and so. greatest help of uh, Lindsay. She has been able to do what she do, and I appreciate everything she's been doing thus far. Yeah, you as well, so you know. You're the best uh, co-host out here in these streets. Say it again so these niggas know. I, I say you're the best co-host out here in these streets, out here you in these streets. Yep, absolutely. Triple-double. Yep. I feel like we're a dynamic duo. 
telling you. Yeah. So, how's your week been? Uh, shoot. Hey, my week has been pretty cool. I ain't even gonna lie. Um, I had uh, a couple interviews about, you know, moving up in, uh, in my regular job. Okay. Uh, so I'm hoping to hear back, um, next week to see if, uh, if I'm actually gonna move up, you know, cause that's an increase in pay and then it's, you know, mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff. Then I'm get I'm, I'm supposed to be getting my walls knocked down next week. So I'm like, uh, uh, renovating the house. So if I get that position, that'd definitely, uh, be a plus. That's more money coming in. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, good luck. Good luck on that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, and y'all gonna be living through construction too. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I am. Um, uh, the Princess Jasmine, she <laughs> will not. She is not going to go through that. She, I know she's going to be at her dad's or somewhere comfortable. Yeah. I'm not mad if she leaves. <laughs> I'm not mad at her either. Yeah. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? When we even made this plan, she was like, so what are we going to be at? Right, right. Yeah, I'm not mad at that at all. Um, one thing I do want to do is give a shout out to my nephew TJ. Um, shout out to TJ. He is a freshman in high school, and he made court warming prints this year. And when I tell you, he looked so great at court warming. It was awesome. Um, if anybody wants to see him, he's on my Instagram. Um, I'm L underscore Rennell. That's L underscore R-A-N-E-L-L-E. And he was there with the um, princess. I put a picture of him and the princess together. So he looked awesome. Um, yeah, so shout out to him. So that's a um, big accomplishment because apparently um, he to become print, you get nominated by the teachers. And then the top three are voted on by the class. And I never knew okay. how that worked because when no teacher going to uh, nominate my ass for nothing but to get out of school. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, so I thought that was pretty cool. But um, that is, that's superiorly that's dope. That's what's up. Yeah. Yeah. So shout out to him. Um, he's doing his thing. Uh, and then my sister walked him out. Um, cause you know how you have your parents walk you out and whatnot. So my sister mm-hmm. walked him out. And then, um, when they announced who was going to win, you know, they did all your little accolades and stuff. And he's a, um, a power lifter. So they listed that and then they, they list like, um, like your big, your greatest moment or greatest memory. And stuff like that. So that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. So shout out to TJ. <clears throat> Alright. That's what's up. That's yeah. a, a proud moment in Black History Month, my people. Right, right. Right. And this is this is horrible. But <laughs> I was looking at him and I was just like, boy, my daddy got a whole bunch of light skinned grandkids. Cause mm. I, I'm like, I may maybe one or two of them are not yellow. I'm like, my daddy got some strong genes. So my daddy likes skin. So 
I was just like, boy, his jeans are strong as hell. But yeah, that's where that's where my mind went. Cause it wouldn't be right, right? So. It wouldn't be right. I'd be like, damn, boy, look at look at the shit my daddy made. Right. <laughs> like he got a bunch of light skin ass kids, grandkids. That is funny. So yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, yeah, nothing too much happened. Was working. That's it. So, you ready to get into these topics? Let's get into these topics. All right. Oh. All right. So, um, first topic, Super Bowl. So, um, what is it? Super Bowl 50 something. I don't know. Um. <laughs> oh, shit. You made me fuck up. Now I got to look. Right? I don't, I don't oh, know. I don't know. Um, but it's um in Arizona and it's the Philadelphia Eagles against the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, if you can't tell, we're from Kansas City. And and if you can't tell, I don't watch football. I'm not a football fan at all. Um, I grew up in a football household, so that might be um uh, one of the contributing factors as to why I don't like football. And I grew up um, close to the stadium, close to the sports complex, which the sports complex consists of um, the Royals and the Chiefs together. So I grew up being in that traffic. So that might be a contributing factor as well. It could be. You know, but um, yeah. It's Super Bowl 57, by the way. 57, okay. So Super Bowl 57 with the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I'm here for the commercials and for Rihanna. Uh, before I, before I bought my condo in the Beehive, I was a part of the Navy. So, I'm super here for Rihanna, um, performance. Yeah, Rihanna, no. I'm definitely, uh, I'm, I'm not in the Navy, but I'm definitely a fan. Yeah. I don't know, I got a, I got a, uh, 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 count with Fenty, so I guess I am a part of the name. Okay. Because I fuck with them draws tough. I like them draws. Yeah. I, I've been having a membership with um Savage X for some years now. Which, I'm going to be wearing one of her sport outfits tomorrow because, like I said, I was part of the Navy before I was part of the Beehive, so... Um, I seen those. I was I was gonna purchase one, but then they uh for my size it was like eighty five dollars, and I was like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. The um I didn't get a chance to get the Super Bowl stuff, but um but yeah, I've been buying her stuff for some years now, and she has good quality stuff. I will say she that. Really does. Yeah. Like I wear her makeup when I do wear makeup. I wear her makeup. Um, I got the whole line. And I and before wearing her I used to wear Mac, but now I barely even wear Mac and I wear her now. Um, and then her um Savage X line. The only thing I didn't do was the um the Fenty, the high end mm-hmm. line that she had. That's the only thing I didn't do. And um it's no longer now, so but yeah. 
I get the draws. Yeah. You know, one of the models, when she first um, launched the men's line, one of the models was from Kansas City. He kind of went viral. No. Mm-hmm. no shit. Yeah. He went viral um, when they uh, when they dropped that. And because uh, he was like, he, he was an attractive plus size model. And then found him on Instagram. And that, I think that's how I found out that he was from Kansas City. I, I ain't even gonna hold you, cause uh, he probably uh, I, I didn't even know he was from the city, but uh, that was probably one of the reasons why <laughs> I fucked with uh, Finny in the first place. Because when I seen the draw collection, I seen them uh, model a big dude in them draws, and mm-hmm. I was like, hell yeah, that's what's up. Let me get them motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I ain't even gonna lie. Like I was like, yo, yup, you know what I'm saying, niggas with like. Niggas with bellies got dicks too. <laughs> you can see that shit in them draws. Wow. Then I'm on. I'm on that shit. Damn. Not niggas with bellies got dicks too. Not niggas that we with thought. Got dicks. I mean, I don't think nobody like thought that y'all didn't. But hey, go off. You know, sometimes I be trying to play a nigga. I be like, mm-hmm. man, come on, man, I'll, I'll knock you over your forehead with this motherfucker. <laughs> like, no, don't fucking play with me, nigga. That's the only thing my daddy blessed me with. <laughs> Lord, Lord. Hey. <laughs> so, um, dare I ask who you are uh rooting for in the Super Bowl? Oh man, I'm gonna keep it one hundred. I am uh I am going uh for the Chiefs just cause that's my hometown. But I will say, um, I love black Twitter because through this whole time, you know, they've been talking about how uh, uh, Mahomes and Hurts is going to be the first uh, black quarterbacks to ever play against each other in the Super Bowl. And um, again, shout out to black Twitter because when I was on my black Twitter, it was one dude that was like, damn. I thought it was the the brothers Super Bowl, not the brothers Super Bowl, and I died laughing because you know um, it's two Kelseys is gonna be playing. It's gonna yeah. be, uh, you know what I'm saying? And so Black dude was like, "Shit, like, why are we? You know what I'm saying? Why are we like making this an issue that it's two black quarterbacks?" He was like, "Shit, I I thought it was the brothers bowl. I didn't know it was the brothers bowl." Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's quite a few firsts. Uh, I think I think that's really dope that um, both of the Kelseys are a part of it. Um, I do too. That's that's hard, especially if you uh, if you know the background of them. This right here is like for for them. This is this is gonna be the highlight of their life. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's dope as hell. And then did you see their mom? Their mom yeah. had, had a jersey made with half and half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was cool. Um, yeah, we probably won't ever get a Super Bowl like this. Nah. And then two black quarterbacks. So, um, two and black quarterbacks, two brothers. Mm-hmm. And then um, there's one thing that I had posted about Hurts. He has, like, a whole woman like management team 
Like Oh yeah, I've seen that. I've seen yeah. that. Yeah. So I mean women keep you grounded. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what 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 you know what I'm saying niggas be thinking, man. Like you can't have a woman around you. Women, you know, some niggas get caught up in trauma when they was kids, but like now, you know what I'm saying? Women women always are like superior backbones and like great muses and sometimes they're phenomenal leaders and like you can't do nothing but get behind them. So I can understand him doing that, especially with the women that he uh that he has around him. Like they're mm-hmm. They're keeping him, like, you know, secure beyond football. So, yeah. shout out to that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I thought that was dope as, as well. Um, another thing <laughs> another thing that I saw that I posted um, was it was a picture of Hertz and presumably his girlfriend. Because I've heard it may not be his girlfriend, but his agent. And then a picture of Mahomes with his wife and kids. And the caption read, I'm not going to tell you who to vote or who to root for, but, uh, so you get it? Man. <laughs> I, I, I get it and I understand. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, do not get me wrong, my super woke brothers and sisters. Do not get me wrong. I completely understand. Yeah. I completely understand growing up in a small town and everybody black that you know is your relative. So you don't even have an uh, an attraction to them. Mm-hmm. And so that's your, you know what I'm saying? That's who you go to. It's not, a, you know, it's, it's, he was bred to be that way. I hate to say it like that, but I know a lot of dudes like him. Or, I mean, you know, we've been past our 10 minutes. So I know a lot of niggas like him. That, that grew up with the only black people they knew in his small town was they fucking relatives. So they wouldn't fucking their relatives, so they had to fuck with it, you know what I'm saying, everything else. So they don't have an attraction to black people because they uh, they equi- uh, me, equate black uh, people with just their family. I mean, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> you know, you do what you do. But, um, yeah, I just thought that was funny when I saw that. And, um, you know, and it's just funny because people take offense to it that normally don't take offense to that because it's Mahomes and because of who Mahomes plays for. And it was like, and we were talking about another team that don't have – any affiliation with the Chiefs, y'all would think this shit is funny, and y'all would yeah. definitely root for Hurts, but because it's the Chiefs, now y'all want to take offense and get mad. It's funny. It's a joke. You're going to root for whoever you root for. Who cares? Like, But whatever. Um, I will tell you something that was funny. <laughs> okay, so my night job, um, you know, Cause you you worked there before, um, you know you can you have to have your headphones in or whatever when you like doing things on your phone like any type of any type of entertainment, right? Right. So, um, they we had a meeting Thursday and they was letting us know like they got approved 
to have to bring in a TV for the um, Super Bowl. And me being me, I was like, hold on. What if you don't like football? Like, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> so it was a of whole, course, of course. it was a whole ordeal. It was a whole ordeal. So um, we have two sides. We have the side that they didn't push everybody to, to work on. And then we have a side on Sundays where, because we have temps that are in there now, um, and they work Monday through Friday. So on Sunday, the that side is empty. So they was like, okay, well, we can move it to that side. I said, okay, cool. Well, people got mad. And I was like, okay, I don't care. I was like, because the rule is you're supposed to have your headphones in. And they was like, well, it's, but it's Kansas City. I said, I don't care. I don't I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. I said, because y'all not going to make this exception for the Grammys or the Oscars or anything else. And it's already bad enough. I'm going to hear y'all hooting and hollering. I don't want to hear it. So, uh, yeah, so people was mad and was talking they shit about me. <laughs> I, I didn't mean, care. I mean, you know, you knew yeah. what bag, uh, you knew what bed you was about to lay in when you said yeah. that. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I don't care. Um, I don't care if they do it or not, to be honest. I'm just saying, that's not fair. I don't yeah, like you football. Just, you, did, you chose petty. Yeah, I chose extremely petty. Extremely petty. But that's who I am. I'm petty. I can admit that. And I'm a Libra. What do we what do Libras what is Libra's number one trait? To be fair, right? I like movies. I like music. Y'all not gonna do this for the Grammys. Y'all not gonna do this for the Oscars. So then the manager was like, Well, was there anybody that's from Kansas City? I said, There is ninety one um, categories in the Grammys. I could have found somebody from the Kansas City. If we, if that's what we gonna do, I could have found somebody from Kansas City. Or fuck all that. It's Black History Month, and every, you know what I'm saying, and shit like that's supposed to be played anyway. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. So yeah, yeah I was just like you. So, yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah, and I'm just like y'all not y'all not doing this for anything else but the Chiefs. And I was like, and then it's people, Kansas City. And Chiefs, more specifically, Kansas City Chiefs fans, make you want to root for the other team. They do. They are ridiculous. And that's what I said. I said that. I mean, I said, y'all, I was like, I hope they lose. Just because of the fans. The fans get on my damn nerves. They do. Okay, so I mean to, to turn that right back around. So, mm-hmm. so you vote, you you root for the Eagles. I'm not rooting for nobody but Rihanna. I don't I don't carry the way. And then and then because of where my job is located, if the Chiefs do win and they throw the parade, which the parade will be on Wednesday if they win, I get the day off. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, everybody, everybody gets the day off. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah. So like, it would be, it would be beneficial to me for them to win, so I can get the night off. But um, I, I mean, it's just the die, it's the diehard fans that get on my last nerves. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, I'm not this bad with bones. Like, you can't, okay. you All cannot, right, you. you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not this bad. You know. 
Like you can't say nothing. You can't say nothing to these people. They want to yeah. argue. You, they want to argue with you. They want to fight with you. They feel like nothing else comes above or anything like that. Like I'm like as as diehard as I have been with Bone. I'm not this bad. Like can't nobody put that on me. See that's the that's the thing that gets me because I I'm cool with diehard fans. Like you know I, I don't trip off the diehard fans. What I trip off is the loony fans. They're like. They say like weird because a real diehard fan is not gonna like call you out your name or disrespect you like that. They'll just be like, "All right, we'll see when you when you lose, nigga." And they the type of niggas that wear the uh, same draws every time they play. Like these are these are the diehard fans. Yeah, them fans you run into be them weird ass niggas that just be wanting to win, and they don't care if it's they it's they city's home team or. Just a team that they, you know what I'm saying, that they root for. They just want to win under their system. Because these bitch-ass niggas ain't winning in life. Yeah. Right. Right. What up, what up, what up, D? Yeah. Um, yeah, Derek says, what's up, people? Hey. Yeah, because uh, I, I, I had a dude like that. I posted that um, a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Because I had a dude, uh, like, really go ham on me. And I'm like, nigga, first of all. This ain't what the fuck you want. Yeah. Like, you a football fan. You're not a football player. I'll drag you all through this bitch. Right. Like, but yeah, like, um, we had gotten into a conversation, and he was uh, talking about the Chiefs, and I was like, you know, yeah, that's my home team, so I'm always root for the home team, but I'm a Patriots fan. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he was like, man, well, fuck them niggas and whoopty whoopty whoop. And I'm like, yeah, you know, whatever. You know, everybody's going to say whatever about their team. So I wouldn't even trip. So yeah. I'm like, yeah, you know, whatever. You got that, you know, but we'll see them next year. Just like everybody that's fan say, we'll just see them next year. And he like, nah, this old bitch ass nigga. And I'm like, hey, man, check your fucking tone, bro. Right. It's not that deep. Check your motherfucking tone. Like, nigga, I'll tell him, like, what we what we about to do for yeah. I don't know. You taking it to another level. You just call me a bitch-ass nigga. Right. What are you talking about? I took it to another level. Right. You just did that. So what are we about? We, about, we both about to lose our job right now? Right. Right. And out of the history of me being a Bone fan, I have never had nobody call me a bitch because I don't like 3-6 Mafia, which I do. Now, I do. But back when they were beefing, even during verses, did nobody call me no bitch? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, it has never been. It has like, can't nobody come at me and be like, oh, well, you blah 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 blah. And even though I've been riding hard with Beyonce, especially recently, ain't nobody called me no bitch about nothing that I post about Beyonce. At least not to me. You know, they probably say it out loud while they're in the comfort of their own home looking at their phone. Right. But, yeah. So, can't nobody come at me and be like, oh, well, you do this and you do that. Yeah. I've never come to blows over bone. So. That shit, I don't even understand. I, I remember a couple years ago when niggas was banning football, a nigga tried to check me because uh, he had posted some shit like, um, he didn't want nobody talking shit about the Chiefs uh, today 
and blah, 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 blah. And I got on there and was like, oh, well, shit, what did, what did they lose or something? Like, you mad because they lost, nigga? What, did you lose some money? Right. And this nigga went ham, like, oh, bitch-ass nigga, I wasn't talking to you. I'm like, hey, all right, you got it, daddy, on social media. Like, I'm not even about to do all that shit. Mm-hmm. He's like, nah, nah, nah. Oh, weird-ass nigga, bop, bop, bop. I'm talking about start posting pictures of my house. Like, this nigga got roaches out. So I'm like, damn, even motherfuckers... That knew him was like, nigga, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, so did you know this person in real life? I did. Wow. And like, I was, I was, I was. It was weird because it was like shit. I was posting like I posted like my game day shit, and he was like, yeah, it looked like he got roaches in his house and blah 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 and all this extra. And I'm like, nigga, what the fuck are we doing? So I just kindly just you know DM him like, hey man, what? Hey, hey, come to the house. Just come to the house and talk to me. Yeah. And then the nigga blocked me. I said, oh, yeah, cause you, you a whole-ass nigga from you. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. For that shit, like, before that shit, I never I, I, I never would address him as a whole-ass nigga. Mm-hmm. But for the shit he was doing, oh, nah, he was being a whole-ass nigga. Mm-hmm. And he blocked me for that shit. I ain't even talked to him since that day. And I know this shit was, like, maybe three, four years ago. So you mad at me because you did a whole ass move. Yeah. Absolutely. All over what? Football? Or more specifically, the Chiefs? Like, that's crazy. That's crazy. Like, and <clears throat> and then what kills me is the fake diehards. That's what I'm saying. That, yeah. Them is the fake diehards. Yeah. Real diehards don't be that kind with niggas, man. They just right. be like, oh, your team was a bunch of losers. Ha, ha, ha. They don't know what I'm saying. They don't get disrespectful unless they want to get their ass whooped. Cause I don't give a fuck whose team is the best. Yeah, you will get your ass whooped, my nigga. Right, right. You be on some weirdo shit like that, absolutely. But my thing is, cause I, which not to go backwards, but we did have this discussion before on a previous podcast. <laughs> 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 um, because. Um, a fake diehard to me is somebody who's never been to a game. Like, even if, because I'm just like, okay, even if you're in the nosebleed, if you have the opportunity to go, you would go. And out of how many games, how many of them are played in Kansas City? For how many years now? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, that's what kills me. Like, me, me being a Bone fan, I've seen them several times. Me being a Beyonce fan, I've seen her several times. You know what I'm saying? So, I just feel like, especially especially because they don't, like, it's not that expensive to go to the game. It's not. You know what I'm saying? Even if you went to a preseason game, it's not that expensive. So, like, coming up with excuses on why you ain't never been out there is whack to me. You can't you can't consider yourself a diehard if you ain't done diehard shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Not the Looney Tune shit, but like real diehard shit, like going to a game. So, and there are people out there that have gone that have not gone to a game. And there's people out there that will tailgate and not go to the game. Yeah, that's a whole nother level. Which I get that too. Yeah, I get that too. I get that too. 
Cause I would be, cause I would be the same way if I was a diehard. If I was a diehard and I didn't get the opportunity to go to a certain game, but I had the opportunity to go tailgate, I would go tailgate. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say I respect them tailgate man. Yeah. Sometimes you and like that's how all it takes is a camaraderie and and you feeling like you giving them that that energy to win and then you you get the fuck up out of there. <laughs> yeah, get the fuck up out of there, man. Yeah. Now mind you. I'm not even a football fan. I've been out there to a Chiefs game three times in my life. So, for me not to be a fan and I've been out there, a diehard can't say shit to me if you've never been out there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For me to not even be a football fan and I've been out there three times. A diehard can't speak to me. I agree. That's when we had this conversation. Yeah. That's what I realized. Like, oh, no, I ain't no diehard fan. I'm like, I'm a Patriots fan, but like, unless they playing here, I'm not going to see them niggas. Yeah. Like, so I'm just a fan. Yeah. Right. Because I mean, you can make it an event. You know what I'm saying? You can. That could be your vacation. You know what I'm saying? You can save up for it. They play yeah. every year. Like you know, they gonna play in their hometown every year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you can make it a. You can make it an event. I don't know that Beyonce is gonna come to Kansas City every year. Hell, she ain't came to Kansas City. You know what I'm saying? This is going to be her first time, yeah. you know? <laughs> so, yeah. But I know I know she's going on tour in life, you know? So. I say, yeah. I, I, when I seen that shit, when I seen that shit, oh, it's funny. Because uh, you done made me a Twitter fan. So when I got on my Twitter and I seen that, I said, man, I bet you, Lindsay, I already got this shit posted. And sure as... Fucking water is rain. <laughs> so, as I said that, all I heard, all I seen on my phone was bing, 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 bing. You posted it on everything I'm attached to you with. It was posted on. Yeah. Yeah, because it, it's real out here. It is real out here. Speaking of Beyonce, <laughs> let's go on into the Grammys. Um, so, Beyonce made history. Um, last week at the Grammys, she uh, is the the winning the winningest, if that's a word. Most, yeah, most winningest. Yeah, the most winningest. Uh, uh, Tamika says, "Oh, Lindsay, leave the Chiefs fans alone." Now the Chiefs fans can kiss my ass. <laughs> but well, hey, Tamika, <laughs> but um, you are, you know me, man. I you know I'm a I, I'm just a, a regular smuggler dude. It'd be fucked up when them niggas get weird because, like, then I gotta go. I step out of character, man. I don't like that shit. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so, um, she's the most winningest of Grammy recipients. Um, and, you know, kudos to her because she's awesome. She's amazing. But what she has not won in are the big categories. Um, which again, she did not win album of the year, which is annoying. Which was crazy. Which is annoying as fuck. Um, she's lost. I think this is the fourth time. Fourth time she's lost. Um, an album of the year. She lost for the self-titled album. I want to say to Adele. No, to Beck. She lost Lemonade to Adele. And in Adele's speech, she said, what does Beyonce have to do? <laughs> like, Shout out to Adele yeah. while we talking that. 
the the irritation in her face when they said Harry Styles yeah. over Beyonce was fucking crazy. I was like, God damn. Like, she really, really be like, y'all be on some bullshit. Yeah, like, straight up. Straight up. Everybody and else was trying to get up for that. She had the black woman, if you don't get the fuck out of my face, roll your eyes shit. Yeah. I said, damn, Adele a real Oh yeah, she she's a Beyonce stand. I give her that. She's a Beyonce stand. And so um yeah, so this year she lost to Harry fucking Styles, which is ridiculous. Um, I don't know what the fourth one was, the fourth album of the year was, but she's lost album of the year four times. Um, this shit is this shit is ridiculous. It was it was. Kanye, remember, remember um, when she lost to Beck? Kanye got on stage and then he said nah and sat back down and people laughed. They thought he was playing until he did that after Grammy's interview and he went on a rant about Beyonce not winning. People thought Kanye was like out to lunch back then. Kanye knows exactly what the fuck he's talking about. Just like when she lost. Uh, album of the or yeah, album of the year at um the VMAs when he got that. No, no, I take that back. It wasn't album of the year. It was like best female that she the, lost. Uh, a video. So yeah, it yeah, it was the VMAs. So she yeah. lost. Yeah, she lost single ladies to Taylor fucking Swift, and that's when he got up there and was like, "I'm gonna let you finish." But Beyonce got the greatest of all time. You know, like that was like a cultural phenomenon. Like it went viral before TikTok and all this type of shit, people was doing whole routines, you know? And he had a point back then. Taylor Swift still owes Kanye an edible arrangement for her career because she would not be where she was if it wasn't for Kanye. I'm going to forever stand on that. Um, And, you know, he went, on, he went on a tangent when Beck won. Kanye be knowing what the fuck he's talking about. You know what I'm saying? Kanye's a musical genius, so yeah. he knows what is the best art around at the time. Like, yeah. I'm, like you can't deny him for that. Right, right, and it's just, it's just ridiculous. And then you know, people go on these whole um, think pieces and stuff about the Grammys, and then about how, um, yes, she's the most winningest, but look at the categories that she's winning in. You know what I'm saying? Look at the categories that she's losing in. She's not, I mean, she's not winning in the big categories. So, what is that? What is that really saying? You know what I mean? She ain't sacrificing enough people. No, I'm just playing. Shout out to the Illuminati. <laughs> not shout out to the Illuminati. <laughs> you know, because I, I mean, I'm just one of the people to be like, damn, are we still blaming the Illuminati for shit? Right. right. Like Beyonce is, is is getting snubbed every, every time that she is at her greatest. We so we still blaming the Illuminati for a career, right? Right, because if you really part of the Illuminati, if or if the Illuminati is really a thing, then they should be taking over yeah. everything. Yeah, she's right? a shoe in for everything, right? Even when she fucks up, right? Right. So, um, they said like um, a a female solo, a black female solo artist has not won since. Lauren Hill's Miseducation. That was in the 90s. Um, 
So they got it right with the miseducation. Um, they got it right with yeah, Outcast. Right. Yeah, they got it right with Outcast. Speaker box the love below. Super right. Yeah. Um, I don't keep up too much with album of the year, but I'm willing to believe that Outcast was probably the last time a black person won. <laughs> I could totally be wrong, but I wouldn't be shocked if I was right. I mean, but shit, it, the only one that mattered to you was uh, was Outkast uh, for the speaker box and the love below. So, right. I mean, it still has truth and merit. Right, right, right. But, yeah, so, th- so you get all these, like, you know, conversations um, that surround these award shows. But we still give, I mean, we still give a lot of merit to the award shows. And, you know, one of the conversations is, should we still be, you know, or not celebrated, but should we still hold these award shows at a high regard? Or should we make our own and have a whole separate but equal ideology to it? I I just feel like we already have our own. We have a bunch of uh, uh, things that uh, black people do. That's uh that just be under the radar, or uh, not even under the radar because they've been doing them for years, but yeah. nobody really uh picks them up like that to like uh give them that push where people will love black excellence. Yeah. Um, speaking of that, shout out to uh, Viola Davis. Yes, absolutely. She's an egot now. Yeah. Yeah, she's an egot. Um. There's only three black women that are EGOTs. Um, Whoopi Goldberg, Jennifer Hudson, and now Viola Davis. So shout out to them. But um, I mean, I made that point to say, you know, um, every accolade that you get um, is warranted. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we, you know what I'm saying? Are the like the the Essence Festival, the Essence Awards, um, the uh, NCAA P, uh, P Awards, the Image Awards. I think it's the Image Awards. Yeah, in the in I'm drawing the blank. Yeah, NAACP Image Awards. That's the name of it. NAACP. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's what it is. Yeah. I'm like, um, these should be. These should be held in high re- uh, regards like the Grammys and the Oscars and the Tonys and all that because it is representing black excellence. Like, yeah. But they, you know what I'm saying, they they always got to be on the back burner. Uh, back burner, I mean. Like, you know, the uh, Essence Awards, they have a, uh, a Essence Festival, but, man, it don't be, you don't see that, that, that red carpet shit like you see in the uh, Oscars or the Grammys or none mm-hmm. of that shit. Start promoting it more. Like, start having bigger and better sponsors that are black. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's ways we can do this, people. It's like we just choose not to for some strange-ass reason. Yeah. Um, yeah, we do choose not to. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what it, what it has to be. Like, because, I mean, you can give the, um, you can give the argument about BET, but then you can also give the argument that technically BET is no longer black. So, 
Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you don't give a fuck about the BET Awards no more. Yeah, yeah, but um, I mean, you just don't know. I mean, I just, I just don't know because like the Grammys have been around for so long, and they are held at a very high regard. That's like the top of the top. But I just feel like maybe some things need to change within. Maybe the voting needs to change. Maybe because like some people have come out that's part of the committee that votes. Some people have come out anonymously and said their reasons for not voting for Beyonce. One of them said, oh, she has enough, so I'm not going to vote for her. What does her her having enough have to do with if she is um, legitimately qualifying for this award? If she legitimately has the best album, give her the vote. Regardless on how many she has. That's like the Bulls. That's like them saying, like, the last, the chip the Bulls won, they was like, oh, nah, them was way too many rings, so y'all don't get those. We're going to give it to them, even though you beat the shit out of them niggas. We're going to give it to them niggas anyway. Yeah. Yeah, Tamika says, what's up, y'all? Yeah, those weirdos can have a seat. (laughs) What y'all ladies be saying? Several. Right. They have several seats. So, but yeah, yeah, I feel like like the voting just needs to be changed. You know, so um but yeah, I agree. but but music is subjective, you know. If you don't like it just because you don't like it, can nobody tell you you should like it or you shouldn't like it or whatever, you know. And then you don't want to go off of album sales because if you're more popular, you're going to get that more album sales regardless on if it's good or not. You know what I'm saying? But see, that's a bad part because it's like, you know, uh, the dude that won, okay, Harry Styles. I be trying to, I always try to correct myself and then my brain, my brain says, nigga, just say what you feel. <laughs> um, Harry Styles is one of them people that you shouldn't have never gave an award to him. Not like that. And I think he knows that. But at the same time, I think his privilege is just going to make him run on that. And for a minute, like, all y'all saying, yeah, he had the best album of the year. Y'all ain't gonna, y'all probably won't hear any good music for this nigga from a, for a long time. You know why? Every time somebody says something stupid, he's going to, in his mind, he's going to be like, I am Grammy Award winning. Yeah. Like, yeah, I ain't saying y'all won't hear no music from him, mm-hmm. but it ain't going to be the shit you gave him an award for. Yeah. And, you know, another thing that annoyed the shit out of me with him was the fact that he said in his acceptance speech, um, they don't give awards like this to people like me. What? You mean mediocre at best cisgender males? Cisgender white males? Yeah. What are you talking about? What are you talking about, sir? Y'all y'all get everything. Y'all stay getting awards. Right, what are you talking about? This nigga walked up on stage with a five seven down blabs on. Yeah. And then that's another thing because he queer bait. 
So a lot of people are like annoyed with him with that because you know he wears gender bending attire. So they say that he queer bait. So yeah. I don't know. Um the whole situation is annoying as fuck to me. Because again, like like Adele said a couple years ago, what does Beyonce have to do to get this award? Like, damn. You know? I'm I, I still just love her response. Her response was like, ugh. Yeah. Like she was so irritated. Like at that point yeah. I knew she was ready to go. Yeah. Because like what are we here for at this point? You know what I'm saying? What are we here for? And Rita started to Trevor Noah because he didn't even want to say the shit. Right. He seen that shit and he made another motherfucker say it. Okay. Okay. I saw that. I noticed that too. And then, you know, it was so funny because when she won um, that one award when she wasn't there and the Dreams ass got up there and was like, y'all know niggas be on CP time. Yeah. <laughs> and Trevor Noah was like, She's coming. She's coming. Hold on. No, no. For real, for real. She's coming. Because <laughs> they probably was about to lose half of the viewership because she wasn't there. Right. So, you know, um, and then a lot of people was probably, a lot of people was on Twitter and they was like, she ain't coming again. She probably ain't coming again. You know what I'm saying? Because like, for real, for real. Yeah. Because like, for real, for real, that's probably the only award show she actually does go to at this point. You know what I'm saying? And she used to show up for all of them, but at this point, she's done going to none of them except for the Grammy. Shit, at this point, if, if we keep it real, Beyonce gave you an album, and I'm not a Beyonce fan like that, so um, I'm not on no bias shit. Beyonce gave you an album that had remixes, had really dope tracks on it, and had great fucking beats, melodies, and songwriting. Um, the album was damn near perfect. And I was about to say, I just don't understand how she stole a song from Johnny Gill to make this fucking album. What song did she steal from Johnny Gill? Oh, was it this? No, no, I, I take that lot back. It wasn't Renaissance. It was uh, uh, it was another album where uh, where she did that uh, she did that uh, uh one uh shit that one Earth Wind and Fire shit. Johnny originally did it, and she stole it from Johnny. Wow. Oh. She, yeah, she remade an Earth, Wind, and Fire uh, song. Oh, 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 oh. You talking about um Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm saying this, but this is what Beyonce been doing. Like, no downplay on what I just said, because that shit was phenomenal. Um, but, like, she had... She had a well put album together. Like, I can't deny the album. I'm not a person that's gonna like double over listen to the album like Lindsay. But when I did hear the album, I didn't have to skip a track, and that means something right. when you lose in on on any type of level. That right. if, if something can catch you where you are listening to the whole track, that's good because most of the time we won't do that. As soon as you hear the first. Whatever stupid you skip and, and and listen to something else. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, didn't do, you didn't do that with Renaissance. I don't give a fuck who you is. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, me personally, I try to listen to a whole album once all the way through, 
and then I go back. Um, but I do know in this day and age, a lot of people's attention spans are low. So a lot of people listen how you just explained. They hear something stupid and they on to the next track. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <clears throat> I told people online specifically that when Renaissance came out and who hadn't heard it yet, I'm like, you have to listen to it because the transitions from song to song are next to perfection. You know what I'm saying? Because some of those transitions were absolutely amazing. And you have to hear the whole song to hear it. You know what I'm saying? So I was about to say, I I agree with you, cuz. I'm just, I always, ever since I've been listening to music, it was, as soon as you say something stupid, I I just skip through. Mm -hmm. Beyonce didn't do that to me. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean the concept of the of the song, or of the song of the album, was awesome. You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, I don't know if it was planned this way or not, but Drake had just did honestly never mind, and they had trashed that album. They come like the internet completely trashed that album. So to turn around and have Renaissance come out and it's basically the same genre and she did it right compared to how people thought that Drake did it wrong. That just made it that much more better, I think. You know, and on top of that, Drake got writing credit on um Renaissance. So so shout out to Drake. But um uh, but yeah, I, I think I think that made it that much more better because People saw how you can do that genre wrong. Yeah, so. But, I mean, the album, the album to me is amazing. That's up there. That's up there. You know what I'm saying? Um, my favorite, my favorite Beyonce album, like, just period, is four. Four. Okay. Yeah, four. Four is just straight, like, straight-up R&B. The second one is her self-titled because of the fact that she did a video for every song. Like, and if anybody knows me, like, my um my degree is in film, but I got into film because I wanted to do music videos. And I had already had that vision for another artist because that person's album, like, every song made sense to have a video with it. So I had had that vision like years before self-titled came out. And then when self-titled came out and she actually did it, that just, that's what made me a part of the beehive. I wasn't a part of the beehive until self-titled. And then the marketing and promotion that they did for self-titled, I was like, you can't beat that. Like people tried to even emulate it after and they couldn't do it. Cause there was it was like a surprise album, but it was years in the making, you know. So <clears throat> that was dope. And then I would say after self title is Renaissance. Cause you gonna be your Beyonce player, I Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So for me, I feel like you know Renaissance is a great album. I feel like Renaissance should be. Um, one of those albums that should have got album of the year. It should be it should be winning everywhere. Like that is straight an awesome album. Like if especially like if you're in the car driving and you need to get somewhere, 
you put on Renaissance, you're going to knock off half the time to get there. Like, Renaissance is one of those albums that is going to get you from point A to point B in 10 minutes flat. And it could be a 30-plus drive. But you look up, and next thing you know, you're in the parking lot. Because you just get lost in Renaissance. Like, the pro- the production is top tier. The vocals are top tier. The concept is top tier. Everything is top tier. And for some person to win album of the year was just complete asinine to me. That's how I feel about it. But, um, yeah, so that was my whole little Beyonce rant. <laughs> that sounds like a whole lot right there. Yeah, so, um, yeah, that's the Grammys. And Beyonce. So, um, yeah, we're going to move on. Um, I was about to say, yeah, because uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel like uh, this yeah. going to turn into a, and you know what? Right, right, right. <laughs> Yeah, I mean you can you can go on and on and on, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna leave it at that because I know people are like, "What the hell? She's really talking about Beyonce like this." But yeah, right, right. Shout out to you guys. Um, so next up, um, did you get a chance to look into um, Allset and Jay Prince? Um, yeah, I got to uh deep dive that a little bit. Okay. And that um that plays off the Grammys too. Yes. Yeah, that's part of it. Well, take it away. Well, um first off, uh before I even get on the whole uh offset uh rap a lot of beef, because it's just a rap a lot beef. But uh I wanna say uh rest in peace to take off. Um, you are really, really missed, my dude. You know, like, uh, I've never, and I don't know you from uh, nothing, but I've never heard an unkind word spoken about you. But rest in peace to you. Yeah. And that was before he passed, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. I know I used to argue with people. Well, I didn't really argue with people, but... I would say my piece and let it be um, that he was the best one, lyrically. And I would say yeah. that years ago. So You have been saying that for a long time. Yeah. And I ain't gonna lie, lyrically, his album was dope. Um, yeah. But uh, getting back on topic, uh, it's uh, been allegedly said Hold um, on, before you go there. Before you go there, sorry. Tamika says Beyonce has to be white to get album of the year. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, at this point, I mean, that's all it is. It's like, she got to either be white or pull a Serena Williams. Yeah. Turn into a cat woman and and divorce Jay-Z and get a white fat dude. Uh, But yeah, but back to... uh, Back to the the ordeal. Uh, Allegedly... Quavo and um, Offset um, got into an altercation at the Grammys. Um, Before that, uh, Jay Prince had an interview um, with his uh, brother and his son 
about the situation that happened that uh, we lost takeoff. Uh, yeah. Um, if you don't know about uh, Jay Prince and uh, Jay Prince's family, uh, I'm going to give you a, a quick little vibe on it real quick. Uh, Jay Prince started rap a lot records and I think 92? No. I think it was 90. He started in the 80s because the Ghetto Boys came out in the 80s. Was it the 80s? Okay. Um, but he's been a powerhouse in the game and um, the thing that makes him so powerful is uh, a lot of people fear him and a lot of people respect him and a whole lot of people love him. And you put that trifecta together, um, he's a real uh, powerhouse in the music industry and strived on independence. Um, he uh, he got uh, both his sons is in the game. They uh, one of them helped discover Drake. The other one helped create Mob Ties. And Mob Ties is a staple in Houston. It's an entertainment um, company in Houston uh, that basically uh, just makes sure that anybody that they're around that's a celebrity is safe. It ain't no California, you got to check in shit. But if you're affiliated with the Mob Ties, you're supposed to be cool in Houston, period. That's how they've been running for years. During the situation that happened with Takeoff, I always take a step back, man, because it's crazy. Because it's like it's like somebody died that I know. So I, I be like, mm, how am I gonna say this? Because I don't want to disrespect nobody. Uh, uh, during this this whole situation with the death of uh, of, of Takeoff, um, Jay Prince and the Mob Ties movement has been. Uh, going on interview after interview, you know, basically clearing their name. Uh, this one interview they did with Million Dollars Worth of Game, shout out to Million Dollars Worth of Game, uh, Jay Prince had uh, basically set out uh, offset for some shit he's been saying. Now, this is allegedly. I don't know what's been going on because I have no affiliate uh, ties with any of them. But uh, Jay Prince has said, you know, um, the things he's saying to people gets back to him. And he basically told him, don't put him in a situation where he has to protect himself. Now, a lot of people has been looking at that like he threatened offset um, and a lot of people were looking at it like you know uh, the mob ties niggas are just fishing they, they just you know they try they trying to get enough momentum to to uh, to overlook uh, the whole thing like because they're, they're 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 trying to make it like it was their fault and they did this shit intentionally uh, Offset 
got on social media for the first time and ever spoke about things and, and he kept it real. He's, you know, he was like, you know, I don't know you niggas from a can of paint, which is the truth. And he was like, you know, all that y'all speaking on me and my brother, y'all don't know nothing about what me and my brother was up to, which is true. 100%. This is a situation where you got too many people in the mix and too many people were telling too many people the wrong shit. Because at the end of the day, um, before any of this, I do know that Quavo was real cool with uh, with Junior, with Jay Junior. They you know what I'm saying. I, 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 you've been seeing them everywhere and doing all this shit together. This is like a family matter right now. That we're getting into. And it's kind of, uh, for me, it's, man, it's it just kind of bad because you got so many people's ears and so many people's mouths in this business where if something pop off, it'll be regulated because now both of you niggas that got on social media basically saying it is what it is to each other. You know, if I'm making sense, because I really want to make sense on this. Was like, now they're looking at it like if anything happens to Jay Prince or anybody in the Mob Ties movement, you know, and it has any another uh, any affiliate with them niggas from Atlanta, because you know how the paperwork was drawn out and how he was bringing the paperwork out. He's blaming the niggas from a uh, from that camp to did it, which that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to save a safe face. So if anything happens to either of these niggas, now they're gonna have to. Now they just gonna be running through Atlanta and Houston on some bullshit. Like it, it's just a sad situation, cause. Yeah, yeah, it sounds horrible. Um, what I don't get, <clears throat> excuse me, about the situation is, we all know that Offset was nowhere in the vicinity when all this happened to take off. So why are they even calling out Offset to begin with? It's the back top that they're hearing. They're hearing that this nigga is talking shit about mob ties. Okay. That's that's what the whole thing is. Okay. So that's the reason why Offset was like, y'all could have just called me. Exactly. Okay, gotcha. Okay, that's why right. I said he was spitting real shit. Yeah. Like, if that's the case, just call my fucking line. Yeah. But they hearing they they hearing a bunch of that's the problem with the game. As much as everybody want to be a rapper nowadays, but when when you get somewhere when everybody's got money, it's y'all around a bunch of motherfuckers that don't do shit but talk. Yeah. I'm telling you from experience, all them niggas don't they don't do shit but talk. Don't none of them niggas want to be kings together. Everybody's looking to take somebody to fuck over. That shit is disrespectful. Yeah. And so you hearing all this shit, and you know, Jay Prince, an old nigga for real, and he got a level of respect that he, you know what I'm saying, that he keeps. So anytime he hear anything, he's going to address it. Like he said, um, like both of them was right uh, at the end of the day, because I don't know the full story, but I know both of them is right for this. But he said, man, I don't, 
I don't throw stones and hide my hand. So he spoke about it, and he spoke to the man he was he was speaking to. So I respect that. At the same time, I respect Offset for saying, shit, nigga, you could have just called my motherfucking phone. I don't know none of you niggas like that. So if I don't know none of you niggas like that, how the fuck do you think them niggas know me like that? So I respect I respect both of the way that they, they handled that shit. At the same time, I just want them to come together for this shit become really, really real. Right. Right. And that's what that's what some people have been saying as well. I've been seeing like they not like nobody's gonna be happy until somebody um loses their loses their life. And that ain't what we want. You know what I'm saying? Like we didn't already lost take off, you know, we don't, we don't need to lose another one, you know, so I just really hope that at some point they can come together and have a conversation, because yeah. it just seems like, um, with other situations, Jay Prince has gotten involved, and the shit has been squashed, you know what I mean, so why is this situation different? Why can't this one be squashed like all the other stuff that he's gotten himself involved in? Well, for one, this involves a murder, and one is it's it's, uh, it's uh, involving one of the businesses that he's involved in. So um, he's trying his best to save face, and it's just it's making him. Uh, and shout out to Jay Prince, man, because I really, really, you know what I'm saying fuck with you like that man like nigga, as far as independent wise and and the things you did uh as far as the industry to move it to where it is man like nah you a real true icon yeah but the truth of the matter is at you no know, uh him saving face uh as he's doing it makes it seem like um that it's a uh that it's a hidden agenda like it's like uh, that's what people are looking at. Like, I don't look at it like that because I know what it is. But most people on the internet are looking at it like, damn, why are you trying to, you know what I'm saying? Why are you trying to uh, uh, always get on there and show paperwork of this other dude? Why they ain't showing paperwork of the niggas that was around you? Why they ain't doing it? You know, niggas is weird because niggas don't know the real truth. Yeah. I've been noticing that too in the comments because I'm like, them comments is getting mad disrespectful. So they yeah. really don't know who. Mr. J Prince really is, you know what I mean? And I've been real careful on certain comments I like because I ain't got time. <laughs> yeah. I ain't got time. And I ain't mad at you for that because yeah. that's the same place. It's like, but like, yeah, these, these new age niggas really don't know what it is. And so they looking at it like, you know. It looks like he's being a chatty patty. Because on the surface, yeah, that's what like, it looks yeah, like. It's like he's dry snitching, but he's yeah. not. He's keeping it real. He's keeping it, He's telling the truth. Like, this shit wouldn't have ever happened if this shit didn't happen. Yeah. Like, regardless of the outcome, like, you know, he's never downplaying the outcome. It was fucked up. Yeah. But you got to understand, them niggas that did that shit was put in a situation that they didn't even have to get put in a situation for. Because of this nigga. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, like I said, this is what's making him look outdated. Yeah. But I'm one of them people that will say all the time, 
if the truth is never told, then a lie becomes the truth. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to keep telling people the truth. And all he's doing is trying to tell people the truth. This is what happened first. Mm-hmm. And so if this didn't happen first, that shit wouldn't have never happened. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I mean, it does it does look bad, especially if what you're saying the whole mob ties the whole point of it. It's like going against their business. Yeah, you know what I mean. They 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 don't bring that shit to nobody. Right, right, right. And then with them being affiliated with that night, it's making it. I mean. I can see why people were like looking at them some type of way, and I, and I can see why now they're going on this press run, you know, to try to, yeah. try to clean that shit up. So it makes sense. It, it's making sense now that you're explaining it now, because I'm looking at it like before, like what is going on? Because this ain't normal for Jay Prince to come out here and keep on doing interviews about the same thing over and over again. That's not him. If he does interviews at all, you know what I'm saying? That's not exactly. him. You know, so like you see him pop out here and there, you know, the, the most I ever seen him do interviews was when he put out his book, which makes sense. That was the only time that nigga really pressed the issue on doing interviews. He yeah. would do interviews every now and then. But other than that, you know, how like the young niggas only remember Jay Prince from the whole Drake beef. Mm-hmm. He had Drake's back, but his, one of his sons is the reason why Drake is out today. So that like he said, I'm protecting my people. He had every right to do that shit. Yeah. And everybody knows when Jay Prince speaks, niggas listen. Exactly. Exactly. Shit, I do. Shit. And I ain't got like right. I ain't got no affiliation with nobody. Well I do. You know? I got his I got his book in my phone. I got his book too. Yeah. So like, yeah, so he's got to go on this run to, like, really... Because, like, he's not... He's not saying that... Um, uh, how, how the situation uh, happened that um, the people that was with... Uh, that was with his team didn't react. What he's saying is they reacted because of this. Like, this all transpired because of this. Because we ain't about that. So, um, if it comes to us, yeah, we protect, we're going to protect ourselves. Mm-hmm. Bad part about it is, you know, somebody end up losing their life over it. Well, actually, two people. Like, nobody using addressing the girl that got popped in the head. Wait, what? Yeah. I know it was a girl that got shot, and she live because she just spoke out recently about the Oh, she lived? I was about to say because I remember a girl getting popped too. Yeah. She just spoke out uh, recently about it. Motherfuckers was really wanting to do some shit over that. Yeah. It was like, because apparently uh, whoever her people is is affiliated too. So niggas want to be retaliating over that shit. You know, it wasn't no random people that was there. Because the, the, um, the bowling alley wasn't even open. They had been closed for some hours. 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't no random people there when this shit happened. It just, <clears throat> it just, uh, it just was a really unfortunate situation that I had heard got already got handled in the streets. But hell, I'm not even in Texas, let alone Houston. So shit, what do I know? I was about to say, I don't know anything about anything. What right. I do know is, <laughs> right. um, the shit weighs heavy uh, on on Jake Prince because that's literally the king of Houston. So, and not only as a man, but as a king, he has to let people know, like, that death wasn't warranted on my watch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't nothing that that wasn't nothing that, you know, I made happen or I told these niggas this is what you do when a nigga you know what I'm saying, when a nigga fuck up. No. That that's what he's doing. He's telling people that shit didn't have nothing to do with mob ties. Like, mm-hmm. that was a that was a situation where a nigga made a dumb move and niggas reacted because you shouldn't make dumb moves like that. Exactly. Exactly. Like if, if don't nobody know what I'm talking about, the paperwork says that this big nigga that's on trial right now, he seen a nigga who was about five two, five three, with a pistol on the other side. These niggas arguing back and forth. So he thought he was gonna check the nigga who was five two, five three. With a pistol. He thought he was gonna check this nigga by snuffing him, trying to steal on him, and all hell broke loose. I'm not five two nor five three, but I am five seven. And I know if I got a pistol on me and the nigga that big try to swing on me, I'm sending him to Forest Hill. Yeah. Telling you the honest to God truth, and I hate to be that. That kind, but nigga, I'm 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 about to be forty. I don't I ain't fighting no more. Yeah. And my pistol legal. Yeah. And I feel threatened. Right. I fear for my life. Like I'm just saying, like, so imagine me saying this with wisdom. Mm-hmm. What you think a young dude gonna do? Yeah. Yeah, I I understand. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. It's just. <clears throat> It's just completely unfortunate that this is going on. Um, I just hope, uh, I hope that one day Offset and um, Jay Prince and his sons can come together and have a meeting of the minds. You know what I'm saying? So this could be squashed because, I mean, we're already, we're already in mourning. You know what I'm saying? We don't need no, we don't need no extra BS on top of that. Exactly. Yeah. But thank you. Thank you for that deep dive because like I said, I it, it wasn't making sense to me. So um now it's making sense. Yeah, that's that's how it was. Yeah. And then, you know, again, shout out to million dollars worth of game because niggas was giving them flat about Jay Prince saying what he was saying. Hey man, mm, you can't control what a motherfucker say. I saw that too. And that's what I was saying too. I guess I guess the most you can do is edit it out, but then you wouldn't be authentic if you did that, you know? 
Why you gonna edit out something that that because uh, then that's crossing the man that you respect. Right. The man just said before he said anything, I don't say shit and hide my hand. Right. So why the fuck would you disrespect that nigga by listening to this nigga say this shit and then saying, I ain't gonna put that out? Right. Then bitch ass nigga, why you need to know? Right. And then you be on some motherfucking uh, uh, Drake Champs type shit about them taking down that Kanye interview. So, yeah. Like, yeah. Nah. You mm-hmm. don't do that. Yeah. No, you know. Um. Yeah. And like you said, shout out to um, some million dollars worth of game for that interview. Um. Yeah, me, me, and me, 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 right. Yeah, and leaving it alone. Me. So, yeah. I like sidebar. I like when Gilly the kid gets very passionate and goes off. Like that is hilarious. Oh, that's the best part because. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why you respect uh, is his fucking cousin because Wallow, Wallow let him talk his shit. But you got to think, Wallow been in fucking feds for twenty years. <laughs> Wallow really know, like nigga, if you really step to me, I'm gonna beat the dog shit out of you. Yeah, and, and Gilly knows better. <laughs> yeah. So all that passionate shit, I be cracking up because that's why that nigga be touching him like that, mm-hmm. and he be trying to smash like get the fuck off me. He be like nigga. Right. I wish you would step up like that, nigga. I'll knock your noodles. Swole the fuck out your <laughs> right, shit. Right, right. Like, calm down, killer. Right. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So, shout out to them. Um, did you get a chance to watch Love After Lockup? I did. All right. So I don't know why you got me on this fucking janky <laughs> ass show. Bro. We have to do our little Love After Lockup recaps. Um, we missed a couple of weeks, so. Um, what what are your thoughts on this uh recent episode? Um, so let's get on um uh what's the uh the big girl and the uh, little dude? Um, Derek and Monique. Derek and Monique. Let's get on Derek and Monique. Okay. Uh, It's, it's it's crazy with them because like it's some crazy shit that's gonna come out and I know it's gonna come out but it's like it's warranted and I don't know I, I just I just don't understand how you think as and I'm not downplaying her because she's beautiful to somebody like somebody in this world think this that that lady is amazing so mm-hmm. shout out to her but what I'm saying is you got to do this fresh out. You ain't on uh, quote unquote everybody's list. You got to stop being overprotective, cause that's what make that nigga fuck other bitches. No, what makes him fuck other bitches is because he wants to fuck other bitches. Like no, we no, we not gonna no, put I'm that on not, her. See, see, that's your opinion. I'm saying as a man. If you got a woman always doing this and, and, and not trusting you, oh, you gonna start fucking other bitches. You don't trust me no way. Like, so I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm already making provisions to beat the fuck out of here once you catch me. Like, like, no, I'm telling you as a man, 
Nah, that that's that's the shit that happened. You you keep doing that dumb shit. This bitch was trying to put hit. She was trying to put hidden cameras in his grandma, his great grandma's house, not even his grandma's house. His great grand. His ninety-five year old, which she does not look ninety-five at all. She does not. She Shout looks out to her. a seventy-five. A smooth seventy-five. She don't look like she nobody great grandma. That's thirty years old. She looks like old. her son's sister. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, but um, yeah, uh, <sighs> that was ridiculous. That was ridiculous, and it kind of makes me feel like, is this for real, or is this, or is this TV production? Because I just cannot believe that you are really thinking that he's going to disrespect his great-grandma's house like that. Well, I'm like, nigga, you didn't plant cameras at at, at his motherfucking best friend's house or his fucking cousin's house or his brother's house. You planted cameras at his great-grandmother's house. That nigga's not bringing bitches over here. At all. At all. And it's not like, and like we said, the grandma don't look 95 at all. She's getting around real good. So even if she were to try to sneak somebody in, she's busting up the scene. She gonna say so. Yeah. Now you, now you know that ain't what you here for. Right. Like she's you busting up that scene. Your trash. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Glenn says, you know that shit is fake. Stop. <laughs> you know, um... A lot of it is fake. I'm not even going to front. A lot of it is fake. Um, but, you know, it's grounded in truth. So I, that's why I'm like, I don't know how, I don't know where the line is drawn as far as what's fake and what's real in regards to certain scenarios. I'm just hoping that was fake because that was ridiculous. Yeah, that was, that was some bullshit. I, uh, I don't understand that, but uh, we're going to get off of that because I I just, I, and I hate to say it like this because, you know, and I'm pretty sure if we ever got super famous, somebody going to look back on this and be like, he's just fat shaming her. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not fat shaming this lady at all, but I will say mm-hmm. you got a real physically fit guy who, uh, who, before he got out with you, he was uh, fucking with a CO who his brother stopped mistaking. I'm going to tell you something about niggas that got brothers, because I got brothers. Oh, man. If they tell you, oh, that's a go, nigga, that's a go. <laughs> yeah. That's go. You go for it. Like, so. What killed you know, me about him was in his interview, he said, I've had beautiful women before, but I don't want that. I want her. What? I get you were trying to say something nice, but that came out so wrong. I was like, oh my God. He don't even realize what the hell he just said. Well, uh, what you should have realized is like, Niggas that come for the feds try to be as humble as possible. But he like, just low key called her ugly. Yeah, but that was that was as humble as he can be. 
but he just low key called her ugly. Like I just, you can be as humble as you want, but golly, you just called that lady ugly. Like you don't even, you don't even realize. You just said, I've had beautiful bitches before, but I don't want beautiful. I want her. No, he realized exactly what he said. I'm telling you, he knew exactly what he was saying. He said what Glenn says what he said. Uh, he said them pretty bitches are a headache. I understand what he said. I read that backwards. Yeah. But he Glenn, he low key called her ugly. That's my point. He did, but he knew what he was saying. And Glenn stop. Stop. You understand what? You don't understand because I don't give a fuck how cute you think she was. If she had a wolf pussy, she wasn't that fine. <laughs> oh, geez, Louise. Here we go. All right. That's love after lockup. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't too much. It wasn't too much going on this week outside of them two. Um, because I'm I'm over. I'm over a couple of them. Um. Oh, and then like the rapper, Michael. Uh, yeah, yeah. That now I was about to say like um, we can't skip over. Uh, What's her name? That shit. Like, Michael and what, Justine. Uh, Is that her name, Justine? I don't even. You know, I don't remember their names. I just watched the show. Yeah. Um. The okay. So the married couple, the ones that are pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Um. That was stupid as hell. You're you just find out you pregnant and you turn around and quit your job. I'm just I, I just don't understand like what what like how much money this nigga was making before he got locked up. Cause Ooh. like what the fuck do you say like I just put it in God's hands? Like nigga, what stash do you got? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Cause nigga, y'all you was already having to take care of seven fucking kids and now you got an eighth. Right. Right, that's that's what I'm saying. I'm like, what the hell? You know, I don't, I don't get it. I I I don't care. He he could have been begging me to quit my job, so the cows came home. I'm not quitting my job. Not now. Uh, you no, can't. No, that nigga no. had to show you a check for a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Something. I would need. I would need something. That like that that's what a nigga that that's, that's fresh out of jail gotta do. I'm saying that's what any man has to do. Right, right. He has to make sure that you are financially stable. He has to look you in the face and be like, "Hey, nah, like don't worry about having to call them back and try to get on." The, nah, bitch, quit that motherfucker today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he got to have that confidence. That's the only way I can see any woman that I know doing that type shit. Yeah, I I, I would not be. You said with no no rappers pipe dream fresh out the feds. Right, I would not be comfortable at all. You some anxiety. Was Mac Dre or shit Gucci Man or something? Like I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to do it. I wouldn't be able to do it. I'm like, what is We TV paying y'all? Because I don't know his music. I looked him up. He. I mean, he has a bit of a following. He has more than Cameron did. But not enough to where you quitting your job and y'all got all these damn kids. You know, so I'm just like, he does have a stash somewhere because he's paying for stuff. He's yeah. paying a lot for stuff. 
You know what I'm saying? But yeah, if we got this stash, then the stash is probably not legal. Knock on wood. But you gotta have some type of front or something. Like, golly, like at least work part time. Like, gosh. You yeah, know? I, I ain't gonna put that jacket on, but I do know he got a stash. Yeah. Oh yeah. He he most yeah. definitely got a stash. What I'm saying is like, my nigga, like I ain't gonna disrespect you. I learned that shit from DMX. I ain't I ain't never gonna disrespect you uh, as a rapper. But uh, I love Black Twitter, and um, that shit that you be spitting. Oh no, we TV, my God. Uh, I ain't gonna lie. You got a couple um cool little punchlines, a couple uh witty little bars. Your cadence is is pretty good, but well, don't ever look on Black Twitter, cause. Motherfuckers be like, yeah, uh, that shit is ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, <clears throat> black, black Twitter don't hold nothing in. So they, they'll tell you the absolute real. Unwarranted or not. So, um, yeah, like, I, I've been mindful of not commenting on that shit because I'm like, nope. I don't never want a motherfucker to be like, yeah, you was hating on me in 2023. I'm. Nigga, never. Right, right, right. I ain't doing that. I'm saying what Black Twitter is doing. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. My, like I said, his... I wouldn't have... I, it wouldn't be me. It wouldn't be me. I couldn't... I wouldn't be able to quit my job like that. Nope. But, you know... It's always them one girl to be like head over heels over dick. They don't even give a fuck if the dick is big, dick is small, whatever. It's just like for them to say that's my dick. They 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 just go full heartedly for it. Yeah, I would couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. My my trust level is not up to par for me to be doing some shit like that. Husband or not. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't expect nobody. Like, I wish I wish I would um, wake up one morning and tell Jasmine to quit her job. She gonna look at me like, are you sick? <laughs> right, be feeling your forehead and shit. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, what's wrong with you? Just because, like, nah, I ain't at that level. Like, not unless I, like, tell her to quit her job and throw her a fucking check that's, like, worth a bunch of shit. Yeah. And then she'd be like, and then she gun ho for that shit. Like, hey, bitch. I ain't coming in to work today or forever. Right. <laughs> right. Like, my man has two jobs. So. Exactly. <laughs> but, yeah. But, yeah, so that's um, Love After Lockup. Um, one fun fact is that we're getting old because Get Rich or Die Trying came out 20 years ago. 20 years ago. Um, what's your favorite track off the album? My favorite track is What Up Cuz? What, what up, blood? What, what up, good? What, what up, 
gangster. They say I walk around like I got an F so much yet. Now that's a semi-auto with a pencil much yet. I tried to say nothing to DA. They were playing court, but I, I learned to hunt. What did they say? I learned to uh, hunt a duck nigga down like it's a sport. That shit was fire. Yeah. Yeah. That and it was right after he got shot. Oh, yeah. nah, that nigga had big nuts for that song. Yeah. Um, hmm. Who would be my favorite? Uh, um probably patiently waiting and many men. Many men is always everybody's uh, first choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody look at me like, you like that song? They like, you don't like many men? I'm like, I like many men. But like, nah, it's yeah. something about uh, it's, it's something about that track that just it, it, he just let his he just really let his nuts hang. And like, the shit that I knew he was doing back then um, it really uh, I, I, I knew where he was coming from because you're like you know, he comes from New York, so it wasn't really like blood and crips out there. Like, mm-hmm. he was fucking with Dre. And so, you know, he was back and forth to California, and I knew he had that uh that situation with Suge. And I was like, oh, nah, he ain't knowing that. That shit was real. Like, yeah, that's, that's, why, that's why he was talking that shit in them bars, because it was like, he was going through that shit real life with them niggas. With, with blood niggas, crib niggas, thug niggas, gangsters. Yeah. And then, you know, he got shot all them times and he survived. Yeah. You know? Um. Yeah, like, Many Men was a real, was a real ass song. I saw this, um, this meme that talked about, matter of fact, let me pull up the meme. Because <clears throat> we talked about that song. And, uh, let's see. Let me see if that was it. Yep, is this. It says, what's the biggest I'm him performance ever? And it's 50 cents performing many men for the first time after the ops tried to kill him. And he's performing at acapella too. Oh, no, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. I remember that he did it acapella with no fucking vest on. Right, right, right. Yeah. With no shirt, period. <laughs> yeah. So, that, yeah, that is a I'm him moment. I didn't even know that till I saw the meme. And I was like, why he did that? That, you gotta have big kahunas. Because me, I would have been like, cancel every show. I'm not Man. getting out there. I don't know what these niggas got. So, yeah. But that song, like, people don't realize how real that song really is. You know? And it's like, damn, 
what the hell did this nigga do to make many men wish death upon him? <laughs> like, God. I'm realizing, I, I, I'm just realizing life, this, um, 50 just remained him. He never was, uh, he never was afraid to say what he felt. Yeah. And he never was uh, afraid to do what he wanted to. Which makes like, him being like the biggest troll in life make uh, yeah. 1,000% sense because that's always been him. Like the first time I ever heard him, heard him, period, was when he did that song where he was dissing everybody in the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I heard I heard that on radio, but not in Kansas, of course. But, um, yeah, we was, I think we was in Atlanta when I heard it. And I just was like, wow, he's like really calling everybody out. But then in the course he says, This ain't serious. So Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But that was his that's been his thing. So when people get shocked at what he'd be doing now online, it's like, this is par for the course because this is him, you know. But um, but yeah. Shout out to uh Get Rich or Die Trying. Man. Cause that was in your words, a phenomenal album. Phenomenal. Yeah. That shit was phenomenal. And I was I a Ja Rule fan. But golly. Golly. I'm still a Ja Rule fan. I, I really too. ain't. You know, I ain't even, you know what? All I got to say is, on that show, whoever was supposed to promote Blood in My Eye did a terrible job. Yeah. Because Blood in My Eye was such a phenomenal album from Ja Rule. I heard it was. I heard it was. Um, I, 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 I'm, if you want to go toe to that's that's a real toe to toe. That's a that's a truce at best. Like nobody won if you promoted blood in my eye like that. Yeah. So, <clears throat> speaking of blood in my eye, what would you have done back then? When Get Rich or Die Trying came out and half, you know, like a whole song is dedicated to dissing you. Subliminums thrown out throughout the album. Like, what would you have done if you were Ja Rule? Well, um, I'm pretty sure Ja Rule would say the same thing. Um, as you, uh, as you get older and understand that, uh, a motherfucker has a juggernaut, a juggernaut behind him. The only way you're gonna uh, outclass him is if you spend your own money too. He was just letting the label spend the money. <coughs> he was Jeez. letting the label spend the money on production and uh, and promoting that uh, he just thought because of his fame it was gonna be okay. Nah, put your own money into that shit. The same places that he, because the thing behind 50 was he had a juggernaut behind him. So they're everywhere. So the same places that these niggas are, I need to be right there. And I don't need the label's approval for it. I just need to pay it myself. I think it would have been a whole, we would be talking about a whole different era in the rap game if Ja Rule would have at least spent Ten million dollars on his own promotion. So, do you feel like Job Rule didn't take 
the threat of 50 Cent seriously? No, he took it very seriously. He just relied on the uh, the label to compete with the juggernaut that 50 Cent had. Okay. When your life is on the line, you can't you can't rely on nobody else. Yeah. Okay. Like, uh, ja Rule's life was on the line, and we all seen he he, he got himself killed. Yeah. Yeah. I would spend I would spend everything I had to match this nigga. You got me fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I give you that. I gave me that. Um, that was a mess. That was a mess. What a time to be alive. <laughs> what a time. Man, listen. You know, we take lefts. We we on a, a, a big left. Uh-huh. But what I'm saying is people don't understand what it's like to actually be um, aware of your conscience in the early 2000s. Oh, that shit was a movement. It was. It was. Um, Tamika says, I would quit one of my jobs, but only because I don't have a babysitter for those late hours. Um, she's talking about uh Mo after lockup. Yeah, you said one of your jobs though. Yeah. You didn't say both of them. Right. Like, yeah, if you, if you ain't never going to just be like, nigga, I'm going to stop working all these jobs so you can fake ass take care of us. Unless you show me a stash with like $3 million in it. Yeah. Yeah, I would need some certainty. I would need some certainty. Because um, at best, I'm going to go part-time on one of my jobs. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's like... So, yeah. Women want their own money and like... That's not no downplay to us, fellas. I'm going to keep it 100 with you. Like, nah. You can give your woman some money. Like, you know, every month, every two weeks, whatever you want to do, you can stash your woman some money. But you know what your woman want to do? And that's why I love women, because women want to make their own money. It'd be you you weird-ass niggas if you trying to live off a bitch. Uh, uh, a real woman, uh, if she ain't no weirdo-ass bitch, she gonna be like, yeah, that money cool, but I want to have my own money because I want to do something for him because she loved this nigga. Yeah, I want to cater to this. I want to. I'll show him that I get. I can take care of him too. Yeah. Yeah, that would be my whole thing. I just would want my own. And you don't want to do that. What the fuck it look like? You being a a has been underground rapper, and that's no downplay to you, my dude. But you've been gone for a long time. That's what I'm saying. For you to be that, and then you say, oh, nah, quit your job, because I know once I get to the studio, all I need is one hit, and we out of here. You know how long it's going to take for you to have that one hit to be out of here? You might have local success on a one hit, but you want a hit that's going to get you out of here. Nigga, that's taking time in the studio and money. Yeah. Yeah. That shit, nigga. You better have three million stash. If not, don't we TV niggas is paying y'all way too much to talk shit. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like that shit is crazy. But um but yeah, so um the technical difficulties that we are experiencing on the back end. Gosh. 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 So yeah, um as far as the next topic, I'm just going to have to read it off my phone instead of sharing my screen. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, Billboard. Billboard has put out the top 50 greatest rappers. Um, and I'm assuming this is greatest rappers of all time. And, you know... With these, uh, with these lists, they always cause controversy. But um, yeah. So let's just talk about the top ten. Um, yeah, we we don't have to go through this whole list. But um, right. Yeah, if y'all want to go look up the list, the a list. Lot of, a lot of people listed on this list is wrong too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, the list, of course, is on, uh, what's that called? On the, um, Billboard. Um, Billboard.com. So, uh, I'm trying, I'm trying to get there. This list is long. <laughs> All right, so. <clears throat> you want me to start with it? I got it. It's up now. Um. So, top 10. Number 10 is Nicki Minaj. Uh, number 9 is Snoop Dogg. Number 8 is Drake. Number 7, Lil Wayne. Uh, number 6 is Notorious B.I.G. Number 5 is Eminem. Number four is Tupac. Number three is Nas. Number two, Kendrick Lamar. And number one, Jay-Z. What are your thoughts on the top ten? My top ten, uh, uh, well... Uh, not my top ten, Billboard top ten. The only thing I agree with is Jay Z being number one because Jay Z is goaded and the things that he has done for uh, the rap game. What has he done for the rap game that would make him number one in your eyes? Um, number one, the albums that he dropped. Uh, number two, the uh, the strides that he made outside of the rap game. And uh, number three, the first one to become a billionaire. Where did he make the majority of his money? He made the majority of his money um, after 444. Okay, so the majority of his money does not come from music? And. Um, I don't think so, but uh, the majority of uh, to say it like that is like the majority of rappers uh, 
none of their uh, a lot of their money don't come from you. Well, the uh, reason, especially when they don't uh, sell their uh, when they don't sell their catalog, a lot of that shit yeah. just be outside of you. Okay. Well, the reason why I'm reason why I'm making the point to say that is because we're talking about the greatest rappers of all time, so we should be sticking strictly with rap. We shouldn't be talking about what they're doing outside of rap because that has nothing to do with their lyrical capabilities, right? Okay, okay, I, I yeah. okay, I, I have to, I have to acknowledge that. Yeah, yeah. So if we stick strictly with the music, why do you feel that he's number one? If we strict, if we stick strictly to the music, then he can't be number. And I would have to give it to uh, I would have to give it to Notorious Big for being number one, because um, in the small time that he was around, um, he went platinum every time he came out. He came out twice. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 the time that's why I said in the time he was around, he always was platinum. So. And but I don't think it should go off of record sales necessarily. I think it should be a factor, but not mainly. Because if you're a New York rapper that's held at a high regard in New York, you're going to go platinum. You don't need the rest of the country to go platinum. Yeah, but the, um, I, I, I'm like you said, rapper. So I'm only I'm speaking lyricism. Like mm-hmm. uh, as far as lyric, lyricism, yeah, it would it would go to Big because Big's the vet. Um, and everything he touched was platinum. He would have to be number one. Then Jay Z would be number two. Okay. Okay. And I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying Big shouldn't be number one. Um. Yeah, I mean, but you put yeah. me on, you put me on the spot, and you was like, it's about the, you know what I'm saying, about them being a rapper. And I'm like, oh, okay, about them being a rapper, mm-hmm. then we have to go with that because not only did uh, Biggie, um, like, go platinum every time he came out, and then his last album was a double album, so technically he had three albums. Uh, he changed the game as far as lyricism. Jay-Z stole a lot of bars from Biggie. Now, why do you feel like Big changed the game as far as lyricism? Um, well, shit. And his words, man, he went from ashy to uh, ashy to classy. It's like, um, as far as lyricism was concerned, he knew how to do every uh, genre of it at his time. It was like, it was nothing that Biggie didn't drop that you didn't like that wouldn't he drop. And he was doing a, a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. Biggie didn't stick to one thing. Biggie was everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> yeah, I'm probably playing a little devil's advocate here, but um, I think you are. Yeah. You keep you keep <laughs> asking me questions, and then you be like, "Okay, he is knocking that shit out the park." Yeah, because I'm not because I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you with the big. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just look at it from a different standpoint because, and I and I just had this conversation probably a couple of days ago. Um, 
big as far as I'm concerned, I always was a fan. Like, I was a fan during Ready to Die. However, I do recognize that it's regional. Because if you speak to the average Midwesterner, they weren't a fan of Big until Notorious Thug. I've spoken to countless people that have said that. I'm a Midwesterner. I said the average Midwesterner. Because I'm so a Midwesterner I, I, as well. I'm definitely the average. I, but I'm a Midwesterner as well. And I, before I made that statement, I did say I was a big fan of Doran Ready to Die. So, the first time I ever heard somebody say they not a big fan, I was in ninth grade. Ready to Die came out, like, I was like in, what, sixth, seventh grade? Some shit like that. So, when I heard that, I was like, wait a minute. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand. You know, but after I heard that person say it, I've had other people throughout life say that they weren't a fan, but I didn't understand it because I was a fan. I didn't understand how you cannot be. You know what I'm saying? But it's regional. It's regional. Like you're not going to, Big is not going to get that much love and respect in California that he did, you know, in Connecticut. You know, he's not going to get that much love and respect in Arizona that he did in Vermont. It's just not going to happen because it's regional, you know. But you can't deny, you can't deny his um, talent because that man can take a song and paint a picture with lyrics. He can give you a whole movie with lyrics. Niggas Bleed is a movie. Warning is a movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, you cannot deny his lyricism. You know? The way that he the way that he paints a picture is like, wow. There's only there's only a a select few that can do that. But but motherfuckers don't like him. <laughs> Not like that. Not like society but- wants us to like him. But this is what I'm saying. Uh, okay. I give you the argument of uh, the Midwesterners, but I will say, like, this is um, the top 50. Yeah. And then the top 50, you know who can only address that? The fans can't address that. Like, we shouldn't address that shit. Rappers should. And I can guarantee you, they're like rappers that really study the crab that you know what I'm saying that's that's in our generation and above our generation. Um, yeah, you you gotta give it to big. Like you gotta give it to big. Cause I know a lot of niggas wanna give it to Pop. Mm-hmm. And um and I respect that because Pop had a lot more body of music than Big did. He had a whole lot more. Thing was, what Big was able to change in the mindset of rappers, like in the mindset of rappers, especially in New York, niggas got real flashy, real ghetto, and real hood, real fast. 
Big was a nigga that told you he never had nothing. You know what I'm saying? And so that opened a gateway for everybody to talk about never having nothing. Like, we always got that little sad tale from a couple of niggas. But wasn't nobody telling you they never had nothing and this is what they had to do. Like, nah, like, nah, I, you just, you gotta give Biggie his, his utmost respect, like. You do. You do. Um, Tamika says, true, true, three mil and some property. Um, we def want our own money. I don't want to have to ask nobody for money when I need to do something. Yeah. Exactly. Don't woman, no, no woman do that shit. Yeah. Hey, man, it kills Jasmine so to ask me for money. And I'll be like, damn, why you feel so, this say, this say you need it. She like, nah, fuck that shit. Like, she'll hold on to the last minute type shit. Cause she, Jesus gonna help her. Like, <laughs> I don't know what it is. She like, yeah, shit, Jesus gonna come up with dance. Like, now she she hates to ask me for money, and I'm like, damn, it's so crazy. I'm the nigga you fucking. You know, I'm not mad at her about that because I don't I don't like to ask for money either. I feel like you should already know and just give it to me. Or if I tell you what's going on, you should just offer. See, listen, we ain't even going to get on the, the real spill that I, I that I do as a man. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying, with all that aside of what I do, if she needs some money, if she's in a bind, name, <laughs> why you ain't, why you, why you wait till the last minute? Just tell me. I, yeah. I got you. Because I love you. Right, right. I get it. I get it. But um, but yeah, back to Billboard. Um. Uh, okay. So a lot of people have been like, you know, downplaying the list, um, mainly because it's coming from a publication that doesn't cater to hip hop. So to make a very um fair list, what do you think the committee should? Um, put into consideration when they're being made up. If you're going to do uh, a list of the 50 greatest rappers next time, Billboard, what I need you to do, and if, if that's a, com- uh, a committee of 12, you need at least six rappers on I was thinking that you do need rappers on there. Um, it just would... The whole thing about having rappers is because you have somebody that's in the field that could be nominated. So, how would you not know that their agenda is just? I would don't. It, it, to me, it really don't matter. Like, um, because for uh, for me, if I was to say, okay, listen, the issue we talk, uh, if we ever got like real big, and I said we was gonna do the fifty greatest rappers. I would ask um, the rappers um, that I really fuck with, because you know what I'm saying, like, not like I fuck with like that, but like this rappers, period. Like, anyone I would be around that know they, you know what I'm saying, that all they doing is talking about their craft. Mm-hmm. Like, they ain't, you know what I'm saying, it ain't no bias, it ain't nobody. Talking about, oh, no, nah, I'm better than this nigga or better than this nigga. Nah, they just talking about their craft. 
They say like right now, who, who is the fiftieth greatest? So they're going off each other's minds of who like inspired them the most. Yeah. Like it ain't got nothing to do with old school rap. We we talking about this rap period. These niggas gonna be like, nah, this this and this, and they gonna agree, and they gonna come up to a terms, and they gonna have a bunch of what what whatever the six fans is. They gonna listen to that, and 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 then they can combat, and then they can come up with their own fifty, and then you take it down from there, and then boom, there go your fifty greatest rappers. Okay, okay, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. Um. I do feel like uh, that would be a dope concept, you know, 50 greatest rappers, um, you know, by rappers, list comprised of just only rappers putting rappers on the list. Yeah. I think that would be a great angle. I don't think that anybody that has done these lists has done that, you know, so um, I think that would be a good angle to do and, you know. I will want my I will want my uh, royalty checks for that idea. Thank you. So <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's me tough with love right. to get paid for that because you know this is a poor man's fucking uh copyright. <laughs> right. So if y'all start doing this, just remember we started this shit. Right. We started this gangster and shit. We need our we need our ducats. Exactly. Because if we don't get no money, I'm gonna definitely say this the motherfucking thanks I get. Right. Right. So yeah, um, yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, like I said, like this list along with any other list is um up for debate, you know, and that's how that rolls. Um, I know a lot of people were saying with um Nikki being the only female in the top 10, but honestly, let's just be 1,000, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, who else, like, what other woman could be in the top 10? I was sure about to say, whatever you say, I'm riding with it, yeah. I know what you <laughs> like, I mean, yes, Nikki, Nikki is top 10, no matter how you feel about her personally, Nikki is top 10. Um, I don't know another woman that could. Unless you talk about the brat. I don't even know if the brat made the list, period. I don't either. I'll have to look. But um, if she didn't make the list, then somebody need to be picking it outside the doors. But uh, yeah, she should definitely make the list. Um, they do have other females, of course, on the list, but, um, yeah, Nikki, Nikki is top 10, like, I, I can't, I can't argue with Nikki being top 10. Um, of course, a lot of nah, people. What, I mean, like, like you said, like, you broke it down for me, like, it, it ain't got nothing to do with anything outside of rap. Yeah. So, yeah, if you gonna do that, then, okay, cool. Yeah. Nikki right there. Like, Nikki was murdering motherfuckers. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You know, um, like, you can't deny that. You can't deny that. Uh, yeah. So, um, as far as 
albums are concerned, um, another thing is that there are several R&B albums that turned 30 this year. God, we are getting old. Alright, so let's go through, like, I found this on the Shade Room. Um, <laughs> okay, so the Janet album that had um, If I Was Your Girl and That's the Way Love Goes, that album turns 30. Um, which Mariah Carey album is Uh, let's see. It's a Mariah Carey album. Oh, Music Box. And that's the one that had Dream Lover on it. Dream Lover, oh, yeah, come yeah, rescue yeah. me. And Hero. That was on there. And the hero comes along. Yeah. With the strength to carry on. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and you cast your fears aside. And you know you can survive. You know how many, like, graduations that got sung at? Like, that's a classic song right there. Um, it didn't get sung at my graduation. No, it didn't get sung at mine. It got sung at my sister's, though. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> The next album is Jodeci, Diary of a Mad Bear. <sighs> this one had uh, Fiendin' and Cry For You on it. This was a this Dang. was a badass album. Can't even front on Diary of a Mad Black. I'm Mad not Bad. gonna lie. Any of y'all that really like R and B, yeah, you gonna love that album. Yeah, like, that's a that's a badass. Diary of a Mad Bad was so fun. Regardless of what you heard on on the radio or what your mama used to play, like no, just that album is yeah, that album yeah. is nice. Yeah. You know what song I used to play like till the words came off of that motherfucker? Was in the meanwhile. In the meanwhile. I know I'm down to make it smile, so I'll be around. In the meanwhile. Yeah. That how you want it. Sticky how you need it. Sticky like I used to play the shit out of that song. (laughs) Even thinking about it like, was that like the first rap song we heard? No, it wasn't the first rap song we heard. It was by far not the first rap song we heard. I'm like, man, they because they was rapping. Yeah, yeah, and they was they was going fast too. Yeah, but yeah, I used to play the shit out of that song. I don't know what that says about me, but yeah. All right, um, the next one is Tevin Campbell's "I'm Ready." Which had I'm ready on there, and it had Can We Talk. Whew. Thirty years old. That album is thirty years old, dude. Thirty years old, and we still wondering why he fell out. That's the crazy part about right. it. Right. It ain't even the fact that it's that it's thirty years old. Everybody still has the question in their mind: Is why we don't have no seven Kevin? Right. Right. Like. He still, he still would kill the game, you know. Destroy it. Yeah, I would he love for somebody. Oh, you know who would do it justice? Drake should do a song featuring Tevin Campbell. That shit would shoot to number one and stay there for a year. 
See, you thinking Drake, and I, I'm I'm on some totally just uh, vocal shit. I was like, shit, Tevin Campbell and Mario should do a fucking song together. Ooh, that would be good. That would be real good. I think both of them would be awesome. I think. Now I was about to say the vocal range itself is gonna be good, no matter what the song was talking about. The vocal range in itself is gonna be like, yeah, out of this world. But the thing, the thing about it is, is that if Mario featuring Tevin Campbell or Tevin Campbell featuring Mario or a joint effort, that's not gonna get the views like a Drake featuring Tevin Campbell is gonna get because we love Tevin Campbell. We love Tevin Campbell. But I don't think the white folks for real, for real know Tevin Campbell like we know Tevin Campbell. You know what I'm saying? Especially not today's generation. See, this is the thing about black people that I love, though. It's like Tevin Campbell bailed out of music a long time ago, so he don't, he ain't really used to that, and he don't need the the, the super limelight. What he need is some shit that he's used to, the shit that he was a kid. Like, put some music out there, do that, and just and, and then pace the momentum that you go on. Yeah, yeah. That's all he needs. Yeah. Yeah, but I still think yeah, of, I still think of Drake. Right yeah, the shit that's happening right now, if he did a song with Drake, he 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 wouldn't be ready for it. We all seen what happened to Elder Bar. He tried to do some shit with some young niggas around him. That nigga is fucked up right now. But, you know, if you ever watched that <laughs> TV Wars movie about them, they were destined to be fucked up. It just was in the cards for them. You know? They they daddy did a number on them. I understand that. But I'm just saying, like, sometimes uh, you are the uh, captain of your own demise. Yeah. Yeah. I, I give you that. All right. So next one is... Um... Tony Braxton. Tony Braxton's self-titled album, her first album. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, that one had another sad love song, Breathe Again, You Mean the World to Me. It had countless, 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 countless hits. That was a freaking classic album. The album was awesome. That one, I don't think she's top, like, and she's had some great albums after, but I don't think she's top this one. Nah, it was like, you know, um, we never heard uh, the 13-year-old boy voice uh, make a great album. Like, uh, Like what? You heard what I said. She had a, uh, uh, you know, she had that 13-year-old. I can't. A boy voice, and she made a phenomenal album. Thirteen year old. We all know that voice. That voice came straight from the church. Tony Braxton's first album, 
Um, like I said, I have Breathe Again, another sad long love song, You Mean the World to Me. Um, Seven Whole Days. You know, um, if anybody who doesn't know, um, right before the subtitle album, she was on the Boomerang soundtrack. And the reason why she ended up getting on the Boomerang soundtrack um uh, was because that um Babyface had wrote a song for Anita Baker to sing on that soundtrack. But for whatever reason, Anita Baker couldn't sing it. So she she said to have Tony Braxton sing it. And that pretty much catapulted Tony Braxton um, to superstardom. Because she killed, she killed that song. Um, what is it? Love Should Have Brought You Home Last Night. Yeah. So, which is on her self-titled album as well. So, you know, shout out to Anita Baker for not being a hater and, you know, suggesting Tony Braxton because that, you know, she was definitely compared to her back then, which rightfully so because they both got those deep voices. But, yeah, um, but the vibe was totally different for both of them. Um, I think the best thing she could have done was, you know, leave her sisters in her dust. Yeah, that was the best that was the best thing she could have done. Um, which unfortunately, according to Tony Braxton, her um biopic, it seemed like that was the worst thing as far as the family was concerned that she could have done. Which sucks because it sounds like she's been um paying for it since. So that's I mean, unfortunate. But I wouldn't even be able to do what y'all do if it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like it it kind of it kind of sucks because you know she didn't do. I mean, the only reason why she did the reality show, excuse me, was to help her sisters out. And it seemed like, as far as the movie was concerned, there was a lot of things that she did because they put that um, on her that she left him, especially the mom. Like the mom really put it on her um, that she left him, and so she's been trying, like she's been living with that resent because of them putting that guilt on her. So that's the that's the unfortunate part of it. But uh, moving on. So uh, the next album is Escape's first album, Humming Coming At You. This album was amazing. I had it when I was a child, and I loved it. Them four girls could sing their faces off now. You couldn't say, you could not say, that you weren't bumping half the shit that was on that album. Um, that album had just and kicking like, it, yeah, understanding. No, no, no. no. What? You wasn't a fan? No dude, is, no dude is gonna say that. No dude is gonna be like, I was bumping the shit out of this game. Are you kidding me? I am not. Just kicking it? Just kicking it? Yeah, okay. Um, if it was played on the radio, then no nigga have that shit bumping in that shit. Man, look. That was y'all song. That was a girl song. JD told you in the song, this is for the niggas, strictly for the niggas. JD said. <laughs> he said it in the song that that was strictly for the niggas. It's not. <laughs> the real niggas. <laughs> No nigga was doing that. No nigga was driving down the street on that shit. Every man wants a woman. Exactly. You know, 
another another fourteen year old boy <laughs> making it singing his song. It was like no disrespect to the fourteen and thirteen year old boys with with vocals. Y'all have talent. I'm saying these women is made they was they've been making a killing off of you since nineteen ninety-three. Yeah. That album was awesome. Um but you know, honestly, <laughs> just kicking it is ruined for me. And the reason why I say it's ruined for me is because of um the Queen's Court. I don't um a few years ago, the rapper Kaya and T. S. Madison used to have an internet show called The Queen's Court. And Kaya used to sing Candy's part and it was hilarious. And Candy just did a spoof. Um, because you know Candy does her spoofs online or whatever. And Candy, if you go to her um her Instagram, you'll see her spoof um with her and T. S. Madison. And she's playing Kaya when Kaya did Every Man Wants a Woman part. So the song is ruined for me from this point forward. And Kaya Kaya's hilarious. Kaya's very problematic, but she's she's hilarious at the same time. And yeah, and she goes, Every man wants a woman. She just <laughs> she kept saying it and yeah. It's ruined for me. But yeah. So the I'm next it's a reason why uh-huh. Escape and Immature were um charting at the same time. Why? Because it was a similar vocal. Okay. I've never heard that, but all right. I get you that. I, I, nobody, I, I say it all the time, nobody be listening to me, and I'm like, I grew up in this shit. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, it was a similar vocal. They were looking for damn near, like, you know, like, Michael Jackson fucked the game up. Because after Michael Jackson came, Everybody was looking for a particular sound. And so if they found a sound that wasn't Michael's but made money, they kept looking for the same fucking sound. Mm. Okay. Okay. I'll I give you that. I'll give you that. Because he was killing the game at the time. So I'll give you that. Um, The next album is Joe's first album, Everything. And I'm not even going to front. I'm not a big Joe fan. But um, this was the one that had that song, I'm in love, round and round I go, out of control, I'm in love, I can't deny. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was that New Jack Swing joke. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah. This one got played ridiculously. Like, if you look at the back of this CD... It has so many scratches on it. This one was uh, <laughs> Tony, 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 Sons of Soul. This one had If I Had No Loop, Lay Your Head on My Pillow, Slow Wine, um, Anniversary. Like, Tony, Tony, Tony. Dare I say, no, I, I ain't gonna dare. They're one of the best groups of all time. I get that. 
I get that. Yeah. And shout out to Raphael Sadiq because he did a lot of um stuff on Renaissance. So he he was a big winner um this past week, even though they didn't get album of the year. But yeah. Um yeah, but yeah. Just slow wine is like my second favorite Tony 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 um song. And Raphael Sadiq don't even sing lead on that much. Um, my first one is um Whatever You Want, which is on another album, but yeah. But Sons of Soul is such a great album. Such a great album. Like hey, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna tell my age, but I'm gonna keep it one hundred. Uh-huh. My favorite. Favorite Tony 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 uh Tony Tony Tone song mm-hmm. is uh Hey Lil Walter. I remember the name, but I don't remember how it goes. Hey Little Walter. Someone's gonna chase your little Walter. That they, they uh they changed Wade in the Water. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the first song I heard. I think I was maybe, uh-huh. I don't know, second, first grade. Mm. Yeah. I think the one, the earliest Tony, Tony, Tony song I remember, like I remember it as a kid listening to it, is um, It Never Rains in Southern California. Mm. Oh, yeah, because I remember Romeo Ronell down here. Y'all don't know who Romeo Ronell is. Shout out to Romeo Ronell, man. He's a staple on, in the underground music scene in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. But I remember that that was the first time on a mixtape I heard a dude sample a whole song. And um, it was like damn near he had the production crew um, down there playing the shit. I, I, like I wasn't there, so I don't know, but I know. Remember hearing that song, like "It Never Rains in Southern Kansas City," and they tell me, I said, "Damn, mm-hmm. I thought this nigga really got Tony, Tony, Tony to do this." Shit. Right, right, right. I don't know if he did or he didn't, but I'm telling you, when I heard that as a kid, I was like, "Oh." And it rained like a motherfucker here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Um, Tony, Tony, Tony is awesome. It's awesome. Uh, excuse me, I take that lot back. It was, it's raining game in Southern Kansas City. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it was, it, it's raining game. So yeah, it rained all the time. Yeah. And we're not even in Southern Kansas City. You know what the fuck he meant. Like, don't do that. <laughs> don't disrespect that nigga. Shout out to Romeo Ronnie. He should have said Western Missouri or something. But, you know, I digress. <laughs> he said Southern Kansas City. We on the Southern. South Side. Okay. Okay, I'll give you that. Southern we Kansas South City. Southside nigga. Okay. I give you that one. I like that. Okay. I get that. 
Don't do that. Don't do that. We Southeast. I'm, I'm, I'm two blocks up from Southeast. We Southeast right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he from? What What area is he from? Uh, Romeo Rondell. I, I, I'm not even going to lie to you. Uh, I don't know. But he got to be uh, a part of the system over here. Yeah. You know, he was an OG nigga, so I don't, I don't right. really, I don't, I don't know. I just remember, um, they used to do a lot of promotion when his albums would drop. That's all I really remember from. And I know he got a barbershop, or he used to have one or something. But yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah. So the last album is Babyface for the Cooling You. That was a good album as well. That one had for the Cooling You, and it had When Can I See You Again. Hey, for the cooling you was a very slept on song. Yeah. Now, out of all these albums, Babyface had his hand on his own album. He had his hand on um Tony Braxton's album and Tevin Campbell's album. So ninety three was a damn good year for Babyface. Yeah, it was. You know what I'm saying? And you know why that nigga looks like he's forty. Okay. Cause he does have that baby face. God damn, that nigga has had no worries for a long time. Yeah. And it's so funny, I was just singing Babyface at work the other day. But Babyface is dope. I think he's supposed to perform tomorrow at the um Super Bowl. He's supposed to do the Black National Anthem. So yeah. That's pandering to me, but whatever. Um like, yeah, you get to American sports, man. You just got to understand everything is flawed in it. Yeah, right. Yeah, so moving on um, to the fucked up song of the podcast. Uh, this week, it comes to us by SWV. And it is their song um, from their second album, New Beginning. And it's called um, You're the One. Do you want to read it or you want me to? You know I'm not reading the one myself. <laughs> All right, hold on. Unless I really dig the one song. I didn't dig this song. You didn't like this song? It's all right. Okay, so here we go. Um. Intro, you're the one, oh yes, oh yeah. Verse one, I know that you're somebody else's guy, but these feelings that I have for you, I can't deny. She doesn't treat you the way you want her to. So come on. I gotta dance like the beat is. Right. <laughs> so come on, stop fronting. I want to get with you. What your girl don't know won't hurt her. Anything to make this love go further. You're the one. Uh, you're the one for me. When in need, you can call on me. When in love, <coughs> is all I want is to be. Cause you're the one. You're the one for me. <laughs> Verse two. Um, this can be an undercover romance because I feel that I'm the type of girl you should give a chance. Taste and see how good it can be because you don't have to worry, baby. What your girl don't know won't hurt her. 
Anything to make this love go further. You're the one. You're the one for me. When in need, you can call on me. When in love, all I want us to be. Because you're the one. You're the one for me. Um, so what's my chance? I'm willing to do anything to get in your pants. You don't have to worry. I won't say a thing. And if she finds out I don't know a thing, Daddy. oh no. <laughs> Fucking Dottie out here. <laughs> All right, so that's that's the song. So what are your thoughts? SWV always told us they was hoes. We just didn't, <laughs> we just didn't pay attention to it. As we got older now, like, you know, you know what I'm saying? I'm a 40-year-old man. As a 40-year-old man, I'm like, yeah, they just been telling us they was hoes from a long time ago. Yeah. They they, they, they straight up hoes. Like, no disrespect to uh, hoes <laughs> or SWV. Because hoes make the world go round. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what you talking about. Mm-hmm. Some of these hoes get married. And they be hoes still in marriage. Like, not to everybody, just to their husband. And that's why that nigga still be fucking them like they like each one. Uh <laughs> you just gotta respect it, man. He, he, they was always on some whole shit though, like like and you be wondering where the city girls came from. They mamas listen to SWV. Um, yeah, they weren't discreet. They were not discreet at all with this song. Um, and we were just, you know, as kids, somebody, you're the one for me. Like, like it was okay. Um, yeah, y'all not even <laughs> understanding. This motherfucker is really about to just fuck this bitch nigga. Straight and like that. Going about her business. Yeah. No, no, no. She wasn't gonna go on about her business. She was going to fuck him and then persuade him to leave his girlfriend. She did not want this to be a one-time thing. She wanted to persuade him to leave his home for her. Yeah, but this is just a song. In reality, it don't do it. that. That ain't what it worked. That nigga fucked the bitch. Leave her alone, and then. She ruins his whole relationship. Exactly. That's what's going to happen in real life. That's what's going to happen in real yeah, life. That's what I'm like. Yeah. yeah. They, they, let's, just, let's just say what it is. I call mm-hmm. it Spade to Spade. Yeah. Hence why this is the fucked up song of the podcast. <laughs> because... yeah, it, it sounds good. She was making the song like, yeah. We going to fuck and we going to be together. Mm-hmm. And then she ain't going to understand how this nigga just fucked and then Went to the movies with his girl. Right. Yeah, that's she got the whole spot up. Right, right. Because I mean, you can tell in what she's saying to you, her feelings are already there. You know what I'm saying? So you're just pretty much selling the deal, smashing. You know what I mean? So that's the person that you need to stay clear from. 
Ever since I, I found out Rain on Me was like uh, was them telling niggas to come on they uh, come on them I, I, on their titties and chest, face and whatever the fuck. I, I just was like, you know what? SWE been hoes. They've been real hoes out here. They made a song about a nigga coming on top of. Them. Okay, so I, I don't think I don't subscribe. The ideology of what modern day society wants to believe "rain on me" actually means. I don't subscribe to that. So, yeah. I didn't for a long time <laughs> until a motherfucker just was like, "Listen to the first bars." Man, look. All right, hold on. Let's see. Let's see what if the- you listen to the first bars, you'll be like, oh shit. Cause I, I really don't want to subscribe to that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I want you to I want you to read those uh, first bars out loud. And you probably gonna be like, that don't mean nothing, but whoever's listening to us right now is gonna be like, Yeah, that was saying they supposed. Is the song called Rain on Me or just Rain? Uh, I was just called rain. Okay. Right. All right. Sometimes it's soft as a misting rain that gently touches my soul. It cools the fire. <laughs> exactly. It cools the fire that burns in me, and I simply lose control. <laughs> so just rain down on me. Let your love just fall like rain. Just rain on me. Just rain you down. You didn't have to go there for it. <laughs> You have to go there for it. I, I still don't want to believe that's what, that was, that's what they were talking about. But, but, come on, cuz. When you <laughs> said it, you giggled. Cuz it's funny that y'all really are trying to equate that. No, it ain't. ain't nobody's trying to equate that. That's what it was. Oh, goodness. So, Tamika says, Tony, 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 what's the ish? I've got all those songs y'all named in my Wayback playlist. These kids don't know good music now. Shake my head. Yep, I agree. But um, but yeah. Ooh, child. Um, I don't. I still don't want to subscribe. I don't. I don't want to be part of that community that thinks that about um uh, rain. Uh, well, <laughs> before, you know, it'd be a difference if this was a brand new thing. You know, this was going before uh, this this whole uh, thing we're talking about been going way before like social media was getting involved. Yeah, but now people were thinking it was P at first. It don't matter what people was thinking it was. It's always been something different. Yeah, it's you. You guys have made such. A warm and soothing song into mess and disgustingness. I, I swear to God, you think you you uh you said something great and you said warm and warm and soothing <laughs> before you said pissy <laughs> come like uh, you're not making it any better. You think oh, you help me? You got help. You know, so I'm 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 gonna leave that there. Yeah, just leave it. <laughs> leave it. I I still am not gonna buy it. 
not gonna no, buy it. I yeah. got I, I got rental property on that shit. <laughs> I'm not. And, and this and, and this fucked up song of the week proves it. Okay. Oh Jesus! All right. So yeah, that was the she fucked was up song. Box. <laughs> She's a slut box. She's willing to do whatever. I can't. I cannot. I can. I cannot. Come on her belly. Oh man. Like, you ain't never. Come on, man. You, you. I'm not gonna sugarcoat this shit, Lindsay. You, you knew. You 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 knew a girl that she was like. I don't really like using condoms. And you, as a kid, you'd be like, "Damn, bitch, you are reckless." No comment. So. Exactly. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> I didn't make it this far telling the lie. <laughs> Shit. Oh, child. Yeah. Look at the motherfuckers like, what? Never. Yeah. Never. That's probably why I'm about to be a daddy at 40. Yeah. Took a while for me to be that kind with it. Yeah. And some people come out the gate like that, so yeah, they live on the edge. They live on the edge. Kudos to you, my brother. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, that was the fucked up song of the podcast. Um, you have any Jerry's final thoughts for us? Oh shit! Yeah, I do. All right. We mentioned this earlier, but I'm a. Uh... I'll end it on a good note. Hey, um, we got a we got a team that's a part of our city that's uh trying to get a championship. All of us should uh be wishing for the best and uh making sure uh things happen. Just like all of us should do that for each other. We should all make sure that uh, we all get victories because we all deserve victories. It don't matter uh, uh, what you claim or what you do in life, uh, who who is against you or who is with you. You should always big up a black man for doing anything. That's amazing. Not only because we got two black men uh, that's going to run the Super Bowl. This is Black History Month. And I ain't saying you only got to do it for this month. What I'm saying is this should almost give you the oomph to represent each other like we supposed to. It only take one pebble to knock a dam down. Let's just all be that one pebble. And as always, take care of yourself and others. All right. Yeah, and Tamika says SWV was starting and bopping. <laughs> Thank you, Tamika. <laughs> all right, so that Pussy, is. Pussy popping. <laughs> they was real old. Yeah, yeah, they was out here. So, um, yeah, so that's episode seventy one 
of the Ish We Talk, and we will see you guys on episode 72. Bye. Exactly, exactly. She she took exactly from the whole episode. That was weird. She was taking.